Shalom Lechem, this is Aaron coming to you from Jerusalem, Israel. This is Mashiach Achshav, meaning Mashiach now. First, I would like to encourage you to listen to Truth Talk here on Podbean.com, which is a broadcast done by two fellow Netzarim. It's great stuff. Okay, today I'm talking about Christian and Messianic missionizing of Jews and my personal view on the issue, as well as delving into... Uh, the topic of who messianics really are and explaining details about their faith and how it differs from my view and from true and valid Judaism. Please note that I'm not a rabbi, I'm simply a Talmud. Please understand that I am simply putting forth my viewpoint based on my studies, research, and, and most of all personal experience and the direction I've been led in by Hashem Elokai, spiritually. So to give you a background, <clears throat> I'm a former Messianic. I was uh, kind of like a cookie-cutter follower of one of the now many denominations of the Messianic movement. And so what, this mo- what, what is this movement all about? Well, I can tell you, and after all, I was once a member of this movement. The Messianic movement generally um, is generally about two things. And remember that this is a general, this is very, very general, it's very vague as, um, as there are many different types of messianics existing right now. The two main things um, about the messianic movement is its um, uh, desire to, of the conversion of Jews and really a slacking or a take of the yes and a lacking of Torah observance. So first of all, converting everyone, <clears throat> converting everyone they can to their religion is a long time Christian observance. So it's a long Christian pastime and was done often violently under threat, threat of death even, mostly to Jews. Christmas was observed by Roman Christians by stripping a bunch of Jews and causing them to run around in the streets, making them a mockery for every eye to see. Other things such as murder, rape, torture, executions, imprisonment, and everyday persecutions were the norm for Christian behavior against Jews for centuries while we lived in their pagan lands of exile. You notice I threw you right into the facts of the issue, and it isn't pretty, is it? These facts can be researched and found to be true historically and factually. I'm not simply someone making up these stories. Now the argument will undoubtedly be raised that Christians are no longer like this and this argument against missionizing Jews is no longer valued. Well, it's true that blatant, uh, blatant persecution of Jews is much less than it once was. It still does exist, and actually in higher number than you probably think. And after contact with thousands upon thousands of Christians and Messianics in my lifetime, I can attest to a spirit of anti-Semitism that exists among them, even in ones who claim a love for the Jewish people. And then there are those Christians who truly do love the Jewish people, but a spirit of anti-Judaism and a spirit of anti-Torah Still, still rests among them because of the plainly anti-Judaistic and the anti-Torah teachings of Christianity, their religion. 
which having existed, these, these teachings, these anti-Judaistic and anti-Torah teachings have existed since Christianity's founding and split from Nazarene Judaism, um, which was started by a man called Bishop Ignatius of Antioch in the year that our great Pharisaic Nazarene rabbi Shaul of blessed memory died. And let me tell you something. An anti-Judaistic, an anti-Torah spirit is just another brand of the anti-Semitic spirit. I will record another podcast about anti-Semitism in all of its varying forms. And there are many forms to this. Come in different packages and slip under the radar and people don't realize it. So setting aside the ugliness of Christian anti-Semitism, there are other reasons for missionizing of Jews being wrong. Those reasons include that Jesus is not the Messiah of Judaism. I firmly believe that the Pharisaic rabbi, Yeshua HaNetzer, of the first century, was Mashiach ben Yosef. It's my personal view. But I cannot attest to the false son of a pagan god, Messiah, who the Christians know, and, and name him as a Christ, which is the very term the Greeks use for their Greek pagan gods. What an abomination. I can even say that many messianics haven't much idea about Rabbi Yeshua HaNetzer, coming up with various asinine ideas about him, such as the ideas that he was somehow a Karite, or that he made Torah observance somehow optional for so-called salvation. Um, and not to mention the countless other baggage from Christianity that is dragged along with them into their newly found messianic faith which is really just a further extension from replacement theology and the religion of Christianity as a whole. You know what I say? Enough of Hellenization. Enough. The Jesus of Christianity is clearly a Torahless Messiah that we are not to believe in or proclaim. He is not for the Jewish people. He is indeed a false Messiah and an anti-Messiah. Um who has misled billions throughout the last 2,000 years through the twisted anti-Torah doctrines of Christianity and its byproducts, such as the modern messianism, the messianic movement. Let not one person sell this to a Jew. This is supremely abominable. It's a supremely abominable Hellenization and is very contrary to the Torah that we, have, that we, the Jewish people, have been faithful to observe. Now let me move to the next subject, which is about the slacking of Torah observance, a lax Torah observance, if you will. This is just another reason Jesus, or even the Yeshua of many Messianics, should not be sold to Jews for their supposed salvation. Not to mention that I'm overall opposed at this point in time to bringing, so-called bringing um, Yeshua to Jews because of these misconceptions. And because the best way we can actually do that is through just emulating our beliefs. Not trying to change them, but showing them we are kosher. Especially if you're Jewish and if you're a Gentile, you should eventually... Make a conversion process to Nazarene Judaism and become a zealous keeper of the Torah. 
and believe, in my personal view, believe both in the written Torah and in the oral Torah. Again, this is my personal view. This is much like the Karite Jesus, or the Jesus of, um, who somehow made Torah observance optional. Yeshua HaNetzer was approached twice for the question of eternal life. Uh, twice that we know of, that is written down. Once by a rich man, and once by a scribe. When asked how they could attain, obtain eternal life, Yeshua answered simply, keep the mitzvot. Yes, that's right. Keep the mitzvot of Torah. As the great sage Rabbi Hillel taught, and Yeshua reiterated, the greatest commandment is to love Hashem Elokecha with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your might, and to love your fellow Israelite as yourself. This is the whole Torah, and upon it is based all the mitzvot. To obey these and to perform the Torah out of these motives of true Hebraically defined love will gain one a seat in Olam Haba, the world to come. Yes, Yeshua clearly taught that one is saved by Torah observance in love and faith of the Most High. In my opinion, I see following Mashiach as one of the mitzvot of Torah. In the command to follow the prophet like unto Moshe as he's called in the Torah, which I believe is referring to Mashiach, and therefore um, to believe in Yeshua, who I believe came as Mashiach ben Yosef, and to follow all of his halachot and all of his teachings is to fulfill one of the mitzvot of Torah. And I believe that is necessary. Um, again, this is my personal view, and I'm not a rabbi. In this way, Netzari or Nazarene Judaism teaches to obey. And, and please note that Netzari is not related to the term Notzari, which is the, which is the current uh, Hebrew term for Christian. We are not Christians. Um, Nazarene Judaism teaches to obey a complete Torah observance, in my view. We are in the process of establishing Beit Deans, uh, Sanhedrins, and, and we are in the process of hashing out our halakhot based on those of our Pharisaic and Essene fathers from whom, which, from whom we descend. Simply put, most of Messianism, or the Messianic movement, teaches a lacking or optional Torah observance as okay. They're very wrong. Most of Messianism, the Messianic movement, falls in, fails to understand the original sect of Judaism called the Netzarim. I mean the original sect of Judaism that believed in Yeshua and Netzer, the Netzarim. Or the Nazarenes, also called uh, the Anglicized term. They base their observances on both contemporary Christianity and contemporary Judaism. Most of them are Christians who incorporate a few Jewish words or customs into their observance. This is good for marketing their Jesus to a secular Jewish audience. These messianics are many times honest people who are making an honest attempt to obey their Messiah the right way. And in that way, I believe that messianism is a step to Nazarene Judaism. In much the same way that Catholicism or, or Protestantism was a step away from Catholicism 
slightly in in the direction of Judaism, slightly in the direction of the original truth. But obviously, the Protestant Reformation failed horribly, as is the Messianic movement failing horribly in our days now. But nonetheless, these are steps for mostly for Goyim to return to Judaism. And as the Nazarene Beit Din, House of Judgment, the Nazarene Sanhedrin, the first one set up when Yaakov HaTzadik, or also known as James the Just, who was Yeshua's brother, was the Nasi of, the, of his Beit Din. He was the president of his Beit Din. And Shimon Kepha, also known as Peter in the Greek, the... Um, the uh, full of errors Greek text, um, was Av Beidin. Shimon Kefa was Av Beidin of the first Nazarene Sanhedrin. These, this first Nazarene Sanhedrin clearly ruled in Acts 15 that returning Goyim should first return to some of the Noachide laws, and in their weekly study of the Torah, as is the ancient Jewish custom, to study the Torah every week, a Torah portion every week. Through that observance, that they would hear the Torah spoken in the synagogue, that they would eventually become Torah observants over, over, observant over time. And it was their choice whether to continue in the path of Yeshua, which is Torah observance, or not. And that's why salvation is not dependent upon Torah observance because a, a goy, a Gentile, can gain salvation at a moment's notice by accepting the korban of Mashiach ben Yosef and in that way bringing them further closer to Judaism and they are obligated to keep the mitzvot and become Israelites. That is the path of Yeshua their Messiah and if they fail to do this, they fail to follow their Messiah properly. And in my opinion, not enter Olam Haba, the world to come, eternal life. But again, this is just my opinion, and I'm not one to say this about who will make it there and who will not. Unfortunately, there are just too many brands of Messianism, too many wacky Lone Ranger preachers and, and so-called rabbis, and too much lack of factual knowledge and understanding of Judaism, both modern and ancient. There is too much baggage from Christianity incorporated into their teachings, lifestyles, etc. Unfortunately, the Messianic movement is one huge mess. <laughs> As opposed to the one new man, they proclaim. And my heart feels, for all the people caught in it, both the truth, but the truth is, the truth is still there for them, and available for them to seek it out, and to come to the one true faith that was once and for all delivered to the Kadoshim. This is why I no longer associate myself with this movement. I just can no longer consider myself a part of the Messianic movement. I can no longer accept their false doctrines that they so often teach throughout the many different dominations of Messianism. And in closing, I would like to say that I'm not perfect. My daily observance of Torah is not perfect. But I strive, I strive to keep the commandments of Torah. This is what my greatest rabbi taught me to do. It is to love Hashem and to serve Him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, 
with all of your might that he requires. And I cannot say who does and who doesn't make it to Alam Haba. That is simply not what I'm trying to do here. I am simply trying to relay the truth as I know it through my studies, through my personal experience, and through just seeking Hashem, asking Him, asking Him for the truth. And so really, this is all I'm doing here. Search these things out for yourself and judge my words by the Tanakh. That is the best you can do. And remember, the Nazarene, the original conversions were not Jews to Christianity, but Goyim to Judaism. That's what Yeshua is about, bringing Goyim into the sheepfold of Israel into Judaism. And that's clearly what the original followers, the Jewish sect of the Nazarenes, clearly did. So Messianism has it backwards. It's not Jews to a Goyish religion. It's Goyim to a Jewish faith. Until next time, Shalom Lechem, both Jews and Goyim. Bye-bye.